1: 55 past the hour on 1250 AM, the fan time for your Milwaukee Sports Time on. I'm Steve Sparky-Pfeiffer, along with Valley Sports Wisconsin Brewers analyst and former Milwaukee Brewers pitcher Tim Dillard. He's sponsored by Robert Hack Diamonds, where they pay cash for your gold. Visit them in Greenfield at 76th and Layden, or their new location in Brookfield, roberthackdiamonds.com. All right, first things first, got to talk about this Brewers team as they are heading into the stretch run here with just a few games left, and they are... Right in the thick of things for this wild card race, uh, Tim Dillard, a game and a half back of the Philadelphia Phillies. How are you liking the Brewers' chances right now as we sit with a few left?
0: I mean, they still have a chance. I mean, you would like them to clinch, right, like a week ago or something. That'd be cool. Um, But, yeah, this is where they're at, and they still do have a chance, a realistic chance as well. They play really well at home, and their last nine games are at home. So, uh, yeah, they're a little bit back, but they can't tie they can't tie with the Padres. They can't tie with the Phillies uh, because they don't have a tiebreaker game anymore. It just goes to whoever won the most games. And so each one of those uh, teams have more wins against the Brewers. So uh, I don't know. They they have chance, and uh, it starts at home tonight against the uh, Cardinals.
1: What is the mentality? What's the mentality like in that clubhouse when you're coming down the stretch with a week or two to go and you're fighting for that playoff spot or fighting for playoff position? As far as how the clubhouse reacts to these final games.
0: Well, I think it goes several different ways. Like if you're having a good year, you're like, "Man, I don't want this to end." If you're having a bad year, you're like, "Please put me out of my misery." <laughs> yeah. um, but for the most part, these guys come together, and it's it's what you're going to see. Uh, down the stretch is what really defines the team, right? When we look back on the 2022 Milwaukee Brewers, it's going to come down to what they did in the last week. And um, you got two games against the Cardinals. So if you want to sit there and get the, you know, the edge, uh, beat them, beat them at home, beat them in front of everybody and lead into the next series. So uh, there's still a lot to play for, even if their chances are are gone or not there uh, down the next few games, like it doesn't matter. They're still playing. Uh, for something special because that's how they're going to be defined, I think, uh, moving forward.
1: Brewers get the Cardinals now for a couple of games. As a fan, I I can't wait to have Pujols and Molina out. I'm so sick of having the Brewers having to deal with both of those dudes. Uh, Pujols, obviously, <laughs> with a legendary career. Molina, I think, is probably one of the best catchers that I've ever seen play in person. Uh, from your perspective, Albert Pujols, Yachty Molina, uh, how would you describe them uh, from a player perspective and, and what you've witnessed?
0: I think it's really hard to um, put put together a long career at times just because the way everyone is now um, they, they try to get you so elite for so for such for like a short amount of time meaning they would rather have a pitcher you know throw five innings and strike out uh, fifteen you know or whatever that looks like rather than a guy that goes nine innings and only strikes out a few so that's kind of the same with position players they want to ramp them up get them nice and big and swing the bat so I think what you're going to see is not as many long careers like this I mean to play 20 years in the big leagues uh, is a hard thing to do it's hard to play one year in the big leagues and stay there so for these guys to be producing because if they weren't they wouldn't uh, be able to be in the big leagues right Cal Ripken great example it's like you're not going to be with the same team and play the same position for that many years unless you're doing something so these guys have been doing something and doing it well Uh, almost better than anybody for the last 20 years. Um, But, yes, it would be good to see some, some new names in that Cardinals lineup for a change.
1: The other thing going for the Brewers, obviously, too, Tim, is the fact that they're finally getting their starting rotation back in healthy. Peralta, Lauer, all starting now uh, in, in this rotation and puts you in a good position now to have your you know rotation that you were hoping to have all year, but because of injuries, really weren't able to have those five together for most of the year because of one guy or another being out.
0: Yeah, if you go back and look at this season, the one big thing that they had to overcome, the one big obstacle in their way, Uh, was just injuries. You know, uh, position players, yes, and of course the pitching. They didn't have to deal with that in this regard last season, and they did the best they could. And so now they have everybody come back. Maybe they're not 100%, but it doesn't really matter, right, when you're fighting for a a playoff spot. Uh, We actually go into real long uh, depth of this in the Brewers Unfiltered podcast coming out later today. Uh, One of the big things I want to see is I want to see guys coming out of the bullpen that are usually starters. I would love to see Ashby coming out of the bullpen, I would love to see Freddie Peralta coming out of the bullpen. Uh, I think they both are just geared that way. I think they're better that way, at least at this moment in time. Um, and then you can always talk about starting next year. But to get into that playoffs, they're going to have to have guys that can grind out innings and not give up any runs, and they may be more valuable out of the bullpen. But uh, if, it was, if it was me, I would, have, I would have Hauser and Woodruff and Burns and Lauer uh, just on a rotation to finish this thing out. I would try to get Woodruff on the mound as many times as I possibly could uh, now into
1: the end of the season, you know it's funny. I, I'm looking at the schedule the rest of the way out. Projected pitchers Peralta really only has one more start uh, the rest of the way out for the rest of the season. So essentially, all you'd be doing, he'd miss one start, but in exchange for that, you'd probably be able to get him what three or four opportunities out of the pen in different games. Then, if we went with your direction with Peralta,
0: yeah, I mean you would be getting more out of them honestly. I think. And plus, I I think it would just be a waste almost because if you're coming down to the wire and let's say one of your big guys, let's say Woodruff goes out um, and gives up a couple runs or maybe goes out and doesn't have it one day, you have to bring in the whole bullpen to make up that game. Uh, You can't be doing that down the stretch. You don't want a guy that's completely run ragged. So you got to have a viable starter in the bullpen. I think to me it makes sense because Let's say, you know, everything doesn't go as planned, which look at the season It hasn't gone as planned. So just preparing, you want a guy that can just come into the game and be a long, super long release. could be three, four, five innings. Uh, and to me, you could probably get that out of Freddie. And then he could bounce back in three days and do it again. So, yeah, you'd have probably two or three chances to get him out of the bullpen than maybe just one as a starter. To me, that's more valuable at this situation of what they're going into trying to make playoffs.
1: Who does this team need the most out of from an offensive standpoint as far as needing their bats to get going and catch a little bit of fire here uh, down the stretch? Obviously, uh, you know Hunter Renfro has been doing his job. I was talking the other day. uh, As far as what they expected from Hunter Renfro, I think he delivered exactly what this Brewers organization thought he would be uh, at the beginning of the year. I'm not so sure you can say that about a a ton of guys uh, offensively, but I think Renfro definitely lived up to his side of the deal.
0: Yeah, and the time that he missed – on the on the injured list, I mean, he missed almost an entire month, and you start looking through his numbers, and my goodness, there's no telling what could have happened. So great pickup by the Brewers. That's, and, you know, there's been all these individual efforts. Um, I, you go back to Brasso hitting a grand slam pinch hit against the yep. Mets, and then you see what they did in the Red Series. Um, just multiple home runs, three home runs from Wong. Uh, you got the, the home runs from uh, Renfro. You got McCutcheon with a three RBI night, could have been four. Uh, To me, they're going to need those individual performances, but they also have to start doing something collectively. Uh, They all got hits in one game in Cincinnati. They all reached base in another game, but they got to put it together. You know, the the individual performances are great, but that should be a kickstarter, not an end-all. You don't have to hang on the fact that they need one guy to have a big game. That should be the spark. Um, I I don't know. I don't know uh, moving forward as far as what they're going to do next year. Uh, But with the team they have right now, they are scoring runs. They really are. Um, In fact, I would say one of the highlights probably in the last two months has actually been uh, the run producing because they're getting hits, they're getting runs, they're just getting outscored. And that's probably what hurts the most because the Brewers are usually elite when it comes to pitching and they've had their scuffles.
1: Tim, how would you evaluate the back end of this bullpen since the Josh Hader trade?
0: Ooh. Now you're trying to get me fired. No, I'm, just <laughs> no, I'm uh, not. <laughs> I, no, no. Uh, I think, you, you know, it's a tough gig. Um, you, know, you start changing roles and all of that. I know people want to make it a big deal. Uh, and Josh Hader ultimately may have the last laugh if he's over in um, San Diego and it looks like they're going to make playoffs already. So um, I don't know. I, I, it's hard to sit there and point at a guy and go, this is the guy I trust. It's definitely Devin Williams. And I would have that guy pitching the eighth and ninth inning at times if need be. Like I said, I'd put Freddie Peralta down there in the 7-8 hole. Um, I would make sure if I put Bush out there, he's going to need rest. I don't know if I go back-to-back nights. I don't know if that's fared well. Um, Giving up the solo home run has been his kryptonite, and you can't put him out there in a one-run game. You just can't at this point. So um, I I think Milner has been fantastic. I think you need to see Topa. I was very disappointed they put Perdomo on the – I guess he's on the IL. I don't know if that's what that really looks like, if he really was hurt. Um, or if they just need to make a paper move for Freddie, have no idea. Uh, but I would I, I would love for them to have kept him. Um, they have so many good pieces, and I feel like they're using them at the wrong times. And you just have to sit there and go, who do we trust? It's not who should be filling the role. It's who do you trust right now? And that's the person that should be throwing the inning that you want a zero on the board.
1: Can we talk about that for a second? Because as a fan, I've always sure. suspected that might be a thing. So the, when you referenced, or, or was it a paper move, does, does that happen where, where you know a coach or somebody will come and say, "Hey man, uh, your ankle's not feeling so well. we're going to put you on the 15 uh, a day IL or whatever the case may be, whatever the IL uh, list may be 10 days or whatever it is. Uh, and as a player, you just accept it and move forward or how does that really work at the end of the day?
0: Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, it could be a legitimate thing. He may be on crutches. I have no idea. I think it's a cast. Um, it happens in the minor leagues a lot or at least it did. Really? Just because with all the moves, yeah, everything happens and trickles to the you know AAA and so you only had so many guys and so he would call it the Phantom IL like, or Phantom DL at the time. you would be like, hey, you're on the Phantom. I went through that later in my career and I'd be like, well, what do I have this week? And they're like, well, it's turf toe. You know, it's like, okay. <laughs> so you could talk to the media um, and tell bro, them
1: what it is, right? So you're on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <'cause> everybody's <laughs> hanging on that. But every team does it. I don't
0: even know if it's legal or not, but I'm pretty sure everyone knows about it. But uh, just I don't know what the deal was. I don't know why if he if he's not hurt, they would have just sent him down. But I haven't heard a great explanation. If he is hurt, then it's it's just you know crazy timing that he goes out and throws three and a third dominant innings on twenty seven pitches, literally breaking history um while also striking out four and yeah. three of those guys were on three pitches. I mean, like it's the its single best dominant performance out of the bullpen since uh, Aaron Ashby in Miami. Like that's how good it was. It's the second best one of all season long. And then literally a day goes by and it's like, oh yeah, he's got a calf injury. It's like, oh man, like that's kind of a bummer if it's true. Uh, And it's probably even a more bummer if it's not true, but either way that kind of stuff happens. They have all the information and we only make, you know, assumptions on what we think we know. So that's why I'm not a very good color analyst, I
1: guess. You know, you're fine in doing what you do, and I love having you on and talking to you every week. And thanks, Robert hack Diamonds, for making this possible. Of course, the Brewers on Filter Podcast. You, Adam McKelvey, Brad Ford do a great job. Download it on the Brewers.com website or on your Odyssey app. There's nine games to go uh, as we talk, uh, and we'll reconvene again next week uh, going into the, the last uh, couple of games uh, of the season. Right now, do you feel like sure. this is a, a team that's going to make the playoffs?
0: Uh, I think so. I I think they have a chance. Um, And like I said, you're going to find out what this team's made of. You're going to find out what these guys can do. Willie Adamas at home last time just absolutely carried them uh, through the Yankees and the Mets. He did the best he could. You could tell he was probably almost tired. His back was hurting from trying to carry everybody in those series. So hopefully you'll get him back and rested and feeling great at home. And obviously, Brandon Woodruff, this is his time to shine. I want this to be his T.C. Sabathia moment where he goes, I got this, guys. Uh, just follow me. I don't care if he has to pinch hit. I feel like Woodruff in this situation is the guy that's just done everything right lately, and he just wants to win more than anybody else. Those two guys need to step up and have their moments. Um, but I do think they can make it. Adam McAlvey was talking about they have a 583 winning percentage uh, at home, and the team that they're playing, they have a 425 winning percentage against. So it's going to be, um, you know, probably going to come down to six or seven games. Can they? You know, win six or seven games, and uh, and what that looks like, and how do they go about doing that? So I don't know. I I honestly think they have every opportunity to do it, regardless of what the Phillies do. They're not going to win out. The Padres are not going to win out. Uh, they're all all of their games are on the road, and all of the Brewers' games are at home. So you've got to think that there's an advantage there, and they're setting it. I mean, the stage is set. I think this is what they wanted to create with the wild card. It's not called the mild card. (laughs) They want this kind of chaos and everybody feeling this anguish and, you know, people answering questions about it. And I think that energy is there. So hopefully the fans will come out and they'll be able to see a team that really wants to win and a manager willing to make the moves to make that happen.
1: He is Tim Dillard. Follow him on Twitter, of course, at Dim Tillard. And brought to you by Robert Hack Diamonds, where they pay cash for your gold. Visit them in Greenfield at 76th and Layton or their new location in Brookfield, roberthackdiamonds.com. Tim, thanks so much, man. We'll talk to you again one more time next week. All right. Hopefully we have a lot of good news to talk about, Sports. Hopefully we got a playoff <laughs> team to talk about. No question. Take care. There he is. Yep. Tim Dillard uh, joining us, as always, at 55 past the hour on a Milwaukee Sports timeout here on 1250 AM, The Fans.